Simpson. And Japan have gone absolutely without lead. This is Whitmore. Paul and Gale both available. It's still Whitmore. It is the reggae boys who take the lead. Greetings, football lovers. Welcome to Ball Chat Podcast Sunday. Football recaps on the episode Football Recap. My name is Benton along with the family. Junior, come on, Wagwan. EPL kickoff weekend, family. I want to steer. You know, exciting weekend. Um, I am glad that football is back. I was being entertained with track and field, but there's nothing like football. Nice, nice, nice. Engineer Rebregin, are you still, family? Are you still? Yo, we're ready for chess. <laughs> Most of our chess nationals are something we can play, don't it? You're moving into the football. You know I watch a different sport. You know I watch a more football. football. <laughs> uh, just day one, just day one. Football family, welcome to Ball Chat. We're gonna kick, we're gonna do a recap of the week that was in the weekend that was in the EPL. Get your thoughts on the weekend's action in the EPL. We're gonna preview La Liga and Patti Shop Barcelona as a Fort Lever, our Fort Loan, our Fort Seal is possible pending in order to register players. We're going to preview the Scudetto and get ready for the upcoming Scudetto season and wrap up with Yard Ballers. But we kick it off with the first edition of Ballers, Ballers and Bugs. Ballers been the impressive players of the week. Bugs been impress uh, unimpressive players of the week. Um, if you have Ballers and Bugs, send them on. If you're new to the show, it's all about football, family. It's a space where any fan of any team is welcome to discuss football. Yo, you might get some beating, you might get some banter, but it's all love. It's all about football. Let's kick it off with our ballers of the week. First baller, come on. Who do you have and why? Uh, I have, um, for ballers, I have um, Holland. You know, he came in this weekend um, and he showed what the, the excitement and the hype is all about. Um, you know, the, the pass from Kevin was sublime, but he actually made the, the, the English Premier League look easy. So Holland, and I should give Kevin De Bruyne too, honorable mention, because that assist was gold. Um, Brighton, the entire coaching staff, um, Potter is, 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 is a good coach, so people sleep on him. So Brighton, because it's the first time ever that they're winning at Old Trafford. So of course, um, Tenag is making history, but not the right kind of history. And I have to give a shout out to Tottenham because I still think they're garbage, but a 4-1 victory over Southampton um, should be celebrated. All right, Ballers and Bugs, we're in the Ballers and Bugs segment of Ball Chat family. Welcome. If you like the content, subscribe to the channel. Send on your Ballers and Bugs. Send on the impressive players of the week. And turn on your unimpressive players of the week. Junior, who do you have as your ball of the week family? You know, um, it's early, but Mitrovic and Fulham, they pulled off the near impossible and, and drew 2-2 two -two with Liverpool. I'm going to give it to Mitrovic because Mitrovic looked like he had something to prove against Liverpool. It looked like they treated it like it was their Champions League final, while Liverpool treated it like them just to play one little bug side. So Mitrovic and the whole Fulham team. Um, but also, we're going to give it to my name, Julian Nagelsmann, the head coach at Bayern. Yeah. Now, I'm going to pat myself on the back a couple of times during this show. I'm going to pat myself on my, on my back early now. 
I am going to go out on a limb and say that Bayern Munich is starting to revolutionize the way football is played. And I think Julian Negusman is at the forefront of changing the style of football. Look out for Bayern possibly to go 100% this season. But watch how they play football. It's not total football, but it's something, it's that total football, baby. I love it. Love it. Big up, big up to you, Leon Nagelsmann and Bayern Munich. Football family, we see you running in. Send on your ballers and bugs. First ballers and bugs segment for the new season. Ballers being the impressive players of the week. And why? And bugs, the unimpressive players. Uh, my ballers of the week. We're in the ballers segment. My ballers of the week. I just have it. Two ballers. We're going to big up Kuliseski of Spurs. What a player. He's in a pro he's in an excellent patch. He scored a goal yesterday. And he had an assist on Ryan Sessian's goal. Ball of the week to, to Kuliseski. Excellent, excellent display. And I want to give a ball of the week to William Saliba of, um, of, 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 of Arsenal. It's very unusual. And some might say it's bonfire upon that. That I'm giving ball <laughs> of the week to a Spurs player and an Arsenal player. But William Saliba, or Saliba, I think it's Saliba, deserves the, deserves the credit for the week. He was calm composed excellent tackling in that uh, middle of the arsenal defense so big up to william on his epl debut big up so those are my two ballers of the week um bugs of the week let's get to the bugs of the week the unimpressive players come on who do you have family i have a whole list i have a vote i have 11 players on one side and i and <laughs> 10 for no, but but let me cut it short. Manchester United. I mean, like, what is going on? Is over white foul, Harry Maguire, Niam, captain, um, but still, um, you know, new coach. It, it's like it's like you got the auction and, and see a nice car, buy the car, the body's good, you pay for the shell, but the engine is still the same. So it's crappy. You're not going to um, you know. Any any investment on your money. Same thing with Manchester United. I'm not sure if they're in so invested in that 80 million they paid for him that they can't cut their losses. But Harry Maguire is not a good player. I am sorry. It is not Manchester United kind of player. So Man United, the entire squad, the coach probably tried some new things today. I'm still surprised that Ronaldo was on the bench. Um, you know. So Manchester United, Everton, you are the entire, well, transfer window still open, but you are the entire time to go out there and get a striker. And you came on the pitch yesterday, tell everybody in the, on the news, in, in, on, on Rihanna's internet, that you don't have an outright striker. In your entire, in the academy, in, in you know, it's, it's on the B team, on loan out there. Everton does not have a striker. Technically, Chelsea don't have one either, but we can't go around it. So Man U and Everton, those two teams have 22 players plus the two coaches that are bugs. So you can call all of them if you want, but all of them make me list. All right, keep the ballers and bugs running. Junior, but, uh, bugs of the week for your family, unimpressive players, and why? It does so foolish, but I, I care zero. I don't have any bug of the week this week. And the reason why, it's too early. It's the first week of the season. Um, all of these teams are still disorganized. All of these teams have so much things going on. I am going to wait for Carlo to bug because 
We know enough people sit around and say Manchester United. It's the same team from last year. So what the hell are we going to sit down here and say? expecting something different? And we can sit down and we can complain about, we don't know, Everton, Everton fine. Them do have a striker, but they can go out there and get a striker this week. So I reserve it by a bug of the week till next week. All right, so you're deferring your bug of the week till next week, like Barcelona and Frankie Dion. No, no, no. Right? I, I won't even call. I won't even call Barcelona. You're deferring. No. You're deferring your bug of the week till next week. I'm, I'm pulling my lever. <laughs> you're pulling the lever. Um. Okay. So since Junior don't have any bugs, I'll take the time to give a highlight a few bugs. Our unimpressive players, our team, Barcelona. Bug of the bug of the week. Another issue around uh, around player transfer. They sign all these players, and La Liga said, "Brother, you cannot register these players as of Friday night." We'll get to that as we preview the um, La Liga competition coming up this weekend. So Barcelona getting a bug of the week, maybe even bug of the year. Last year, Juan Laporta, or a couple of years ago, when um, when Juan Laporta won that election. As president of Football Club Barcelona, he says we need to reduce spending. But what does he do? He go out and spend like, yo, so Barcelona gets bugs. Bug of the um, week for me. Um, another bug is Stevie G, Steven Gerrard. I don't know if he's that guy, but the jury's out. Stevie G, Aston Villa went out and secured the services of Diego Carlos. They secured the service of Camara. They had an entire summer to fix up and you show up on opening day and lose to Bournemouth, Bugside Bournemouth, Stevie G and Aston Villa get the bug of the week, man. No, man, they were unprepared. And it looked like Tyrone Mins is much more important to this team than, than some of us thought. So those are my bugs of the week. Football Club Barcelona for Spenny, 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 and just no, no, we'll get to La Liga in a few minutes. And... Stevie G and, and, and Aston Villa. Bugs of the week for me. I've I, I got you the, the fun. Uh, Del Jai, the big of the yo. Reggie Lafayette said, good evening. Um, his ballers is Erling Haaland and Mitrovic. Um, Edmond, big up Edmond, DJ Jaddy, big up. Um, Del Jai said, Manu is a joke. Reggie <laughs> said, one more baller. How can I forget Mrs. Golasso? Yeah, that bicycle kick was something to behold. Um, DJ Jaddy said, the worst baller of the week is Fred. Bactomini and Rashford. <laughs> Register Bugs. Manu definitely only goal scored was a burn a, a, a Brighton own goal. All right, those are the bugs. Keep the ballers and bugs coming, family. We'll get to them. All right, let's get to our EPL kickoff show. First, first weekend, family. The results are all oh, the jury. Arsenal won. Was impressive on, on Friday night. Um, but your main takeaway from this weekend's action, it was prime entertaining in terms of the best league in the world your thoughts family i i mean we already we knew that arsenal was going to put up a fight right so um they brought in good pieces to make arsenal better so i think arsenal are one of the is one of the teams where you can say did good business um over the transfer window i think they've them them finish i don't think there's any other position that they need to fill um, so I think Arsenal's result was not surprising. What was surprising was that Jesus never scored because, you know, I had a bet on Jesus scoring. Um, but Arsenal looked good. 
I think they're they're definitely going to be in top four. You know, they're not going to be first or second. So third, you know, fourth for Arsenal. But they do look good. But as Junior said, it's early warm. Um, so you know, let us let us see what happens. The same thing with Tottenham. Yeah, it's only Southampton, but mm, Tottenham showed us that Conte means business, right? So Conte, he put a lot of work in the off-season and it kind of showed yesterday on the pitch, um, you know, with Tottenham. So Tottenham and Arsenal's results were good. For my side, Chelsea, I'm not a tad bit, a lot worried about Chelsea. Um, yes, we really don't have a true number nine. And the reports are that team of Werner going back to, to RP Live, like, and this is so crazy. If I lost, or if my boss gave me a hundred dollars to go somewhere to, and and I, and I lose it, more likely I lose my work. Chelsea get this man for how much millions, and he's going back to his old club for free. There is no return on the investment. Cause Timo Werner now, him never overwhelm me. Him never, him never, him never wow me. So I am disappointed in team of Werner, but yes, you have to cut your losses, just like Lukaku, and get rid of the dead weight. But Chelsea's game was boring. I fell asleep three times, even though on my side, and I woke up and I still did not miss anything. Um, who else? Man City, still good. Um, you know, exciting times ahead for Man City. Liverpool, looks as if they were still in pre-season. Um, so, you know, the results, I was hoping that they would lose, so we could tease Liverpool fans, but, you know, uh, Salah saved them. You speak for but this yourself. weekend was really good. And you speak and for yourself. myself. I'm yeah, both. Liverpool fans. <laughs> but it was. But this weekend. But this weekend was was a good, a overall good opening um, for English Premier League. Yes, very best league in the world, as Junior always remind me, and I always wrongly said they are not. But I, you know, yes, entertainment, money, value. You're getting getting your bang for your bucks, Junior. Uh, before you before you give your main takeaway from this weekend and before we look at specific games, we, I want to highlight, um, I want to give a ball a week to Fabrizio Romano on this Cucurella deal. Because Fabrizio Romano was the only one who said that Cucurella to Chelsea, here we go. He said his famous phrase, here we go, Cucurella to Chelsea. Brighton um, came out um, and released a statement on Monday saying, no, this is inaccurate. And lo and behold, Cucurella is at Chelsea. So big up to Fabrizio Romano. You know, he has very good knowledge, very good inside information. So big up to him. Um, so I give him, giving him a ball of the week. Junior, yeah, you're a big takeaway from this weekend's action, Regis. You can't, you can't sleep on the Premier League because two weeks ago, after the Community Shield, Everybody of them got this, uh, Jesus Christ, Liverpool guy with the league. And then one week later, everybody of them got in also Jesus Christ, Man City guy with the league. <laughs> you, you, can't, you, you, cannot, you cannot look at the Premier League in week one and, and overreact. And, and, and all of these teams, one thing that, that we see is that if you are not prepared, you're going to get your body bus. It's just that simple. Now, I'm going to tap myself on the back and say this from early. Arsenal is showing that they have, they have top four pedigree, but they need to learn to put a team away. Tottenham is showing that they mean business, but the big let them feel wide open like, like, like run a back road. So 
is a lot of games left to play. I think City and Liverpool will come back to the park this year, though. Okay, all right. Um, but maybe we just touch on a couple of games uh, specifically. Uh, you know, um, Jurgen Klopp said picking up the Liverpool versus Fulham game. The game ended two-two. Jurgen Klopp said the grass was dry. <laughs> um, but Trent Arnold was muscled out of the way by Mitrovic. Mitrovic, of course, of course, scored what forty-three goals last year in the championship. Surely. I mean, Mitrovic is about to show the rest of the EPL that he's still a poacher. Your thoughts on, on his display? He what, scored two goals, right? Yeah, I think that is more an indictment. And so El Pistolero said, let's not judge the teams from one game. Next week, is, why that, we'll talk a different story. That's true. Yeah, but, but we only have a data point and one El Pistolero. We have one point and we are moved with what we see. We're not going to say... We're not going to make no, no broad, broad, true conclusion. We just have look on the evidence in front of us. One game concluded. Even Jurgen Klopp walked out yesterday and said, we, we did not play well, you know. So that was disappointing. He was very disappointed. He said, we did everything opposite to what we were supposed to do. All right. So, was it, so was it because of Liverpool or was it because of Fulham play? Well, news, news flash to, to Jurgen Klopp. Because just like how you said the grass is dry and full and show pictures of the wet the grass before. I see yeah, you, you got chat. You see you got chat crap now, but your team never ready. Well, news flash. Fulham is a is a recently promoted team playing their first home game. Last year, when 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 oh, Brentford ran Arsenal off the field, everybody thinks that Brentford is going to well finish in the top half of the league and and, and challenge for top four. I will love our Brentford player, blah blah blah. It was just week one. Bournemouth, look what Bournemouth do to um to, to Aston Villa. It's week one, home game. Your fans, them happy. Ray, we the champ, we the Premier League. Boy, we feel good. Liverpool fans are calm down, man. I tell Club for shut up to man. Chat too much, man. <laughs> Come on, um, Fulham Twitter account after Club said, quote, the pitch was dry, and quote. Of course, he, he, just, he just was just giving his thoughts. You know, Club, it's just my talking mind. Fulham <coughs> social media handled uh, tweeted this morning uh, this image of the actual grass being watered and a Craven Cottage. And they say, yo, the turf looking absolutely lush. I love, I love the banter, but I mean, for Liverpool, was it more what Fulham did harassing that Liverpool's midfield? Or is it more a sense that um, uh, Liverpool just did not turn up on day one? And, of course, I mean, the Thiago my, my, Alcantara my, injury in the background of all of this now. It can be a little bit of both. Um, I think Fulham decided to come out and play to the best of their ability. And I think maybe Liverpool did not come out and play to the best of their ability. I asked a question yesterday. I said, do you think that Trent Arnold needs to be, you know, on the bench? Um, for me yesterday, I think his game was poor. And I think it's, I, I don't know, it, he looks as if he's not even interested. He, yesterday, he, he continued to get picked off. He kept misplacing the ball. I mean, giving the ball right back to Fulham. So I don't know if he needs a timeout or something, but that wasn't the best Trent Arnold that, you know, we saw yesterday. Um, Fulham wasn't great. You know, it, it, you know, you wouldn't say 
Fulham is a is a mid-table team. I still have Fulham going back to championship. <laughs> but that was not the Liverpool that we have been we have become accustomed to see. The the the, the passes were misplaced. They had nothing, um, no idea what to do when they went forward. Um, you know, I just I thought it was more, it can be both things, but I think more, um, 60% more to Liverpool not playing their best football yesterday. Yeah. And two things can be true too. Yes, yes, yes. The yes. pitch could have the pitch could have been watered from 7 a.m. and by the time Clapper and him crew got there, the sun dried up. So I mean two things can be true, but I don't know if we like a manager who picks on everything else other than his players. Like, you know, you have some players that come out and say, um, like Ten Hag came out and he talked about some players, like, you know, should have scored, whatever, whatever. You really don't get that with Klopp. I think he defends his players even when they have a crappy game and he talks about everything else. And I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if we are okay with him whining all the time. The pitch is dry, should never be an excuse for um, men that get 300,000 pounds a week. You're supposed to adapt. All right, all right. So keeping it running, just, keeping it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Junior. Because I just want, want, I just want, quick, I just want to put one yeah, thing in yeah, the Liverpool, ahead. in the Liverpool fans' pipe to smoke on right now. Games like yesterday are the games last year that Sadio Mane would have found a way to score early. Okay. Games like yesterday are the games where, where Sadio Mane would have just rise above and just score a random goal, right? Okay. Can Darwin Nunes bring that for them this year? If not, you're going to see a lot more games like this. Okay. I remember, you know, Mane saved a lot of Liverpool blushes over the last couple of years. Okay, okay. Um, um, big up to Mohamed Salah. Uh, six, what, six consecutive uh, opening day goals uh, for him. So he's continuing running. Um, the impact of Thiago Alcantara, does Liverpool need to go out and get somebody before this window closed in that midfield? You know, he was yes. pulled, uh, Thiago was holding his hamstring. Can you rely on Curtis Jones, Nambi Keita, I mean, and the likes, you know, uh, knowing that it seems like Thiago is already, already, already um, limp, at least limping. Liverpool was then, then needing two midfielders before this. Okay. All right. Yeah, they, they should, they should, but Liverpool is just so, I mean, like Liverpool is the new Arsenal, so stingy and so mean. You know, I, I think Liverpool, one of them teams, they were kind of run them players to the ground. You know, the rotation isn't always there. It's the same squad every, every time. Um, and Thiago is up in age. So you have to have somebody who, if he's injured, that can easily slide into that slot uh, and do the job of, you know, what Thiago is usually doing. Yeah. But we can't, Curtis, and I am disappointed in, in, in Nita. You thought that when he came in, he would really fit the Liverpool style, and it just has not lived up um, to expectation. Yeah, all right. For me, the most impressive team of this weekend was Spurs. And my only question to you guys, I know it's Spurs. With this depth, <laughs> of course, they defeated Southampton 4-1. With this depth, why isn't Spurs considered a legitimate this depth and this coach? Why isn't Spurs con 
considered a legitimate title contender? Because we've been here before. Th this team <laughs> with Conte? We, on, we, 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 yeah, I mean, like, listen, Conte, Conte has coached teams that are garbage, that, who, that don't live up to the hype, that we see the same issues. Good coach, but the end product is not there. I, 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 I really can't. It's one game, yes, and then we win 4 1. And yes, I did give them a shout out. Um, but it's Southampton. Okay. And, it, it, you know, it, it, it's just it, it, the only big stat, the only big real difference was just the goals. And which goals are important. But everything else across the board was pretty much even. Like the passing accuracy, the passes, the shots on goal, shots on, it was pretty much even. And if we're talking about a world beater, a, a team that can challenge for first or second, I'm saying that with a straight face. I don't know if if Tottenham is going to live up to that. Okay, um, Junior. This, this, is maybe still, I... this is still this is still this is still um Hurricane team. Maybe so, so, Junior. So maybe you... I'm drinking Mad Puss piss. No, right. you're not drinking. You're not drinking Mad Puss piss. But remember, I tell you earlier. You know, I'm going to pat myself on the back a couple of times this week. This today, right? No, we'll you get remember? to you. We'll get to you when the party starts. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you remember a couple of years ago. Frank Lampard's first game for Chelsea was against who? Manchester was, United at yeah. Old Trafford. And that you was, remember yeah. how, when, how that game finished, right? I think it was 4-0. 4-1. 4-1. I came on the show that Sunday and said, look, guys, that is smoke and mirror. Chelsea is a bigger team than Man U, right? And look at how, it, look at how both teams progressed down the line, where Chelsea become Champions League winner and Man U is a mid-table team. I said, all that we say, Tottenham win 4-1, yes. I watched every single second of that game. James Ward-Prowse was killing Tottenham by himself, by himself. And he scored a rotted goal for put, Tottenham, for put Southampton up one. The reason why Tottenham won the game is they were just fitter. And <laughs> Tottenham just play, Tottenham never play position football. It's three pass. Once the ball reach, once the ball reach Son or Kane, they will go straight towards goal, right? Remember telling us some people out there that that is drinking this Tottenham Kool-Aid. You see, when that side run up in a Man City, and you make three pass and give up Man City the ball, and you don't get the ball again for the next 15 minutes, your fitness, I don't care how fit you don't want to feel. And listen, Benton, you talk about how depth inside. It's only 11 players can play. Only 10 players can play outside. And if Dyer is still at centre-back, I can't win Premier League. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So I'm I, don't, I don't think Benton was saying that they're going to win Premier League because if that's, case, if, if, if that's the case, then his wife needs to check him in, into an asylum. If he is really <laughs> saying that on the People in Podcast today, because that makes no sense. Not Tottenham. Let us... Let us let us just hit the brakes, Ben. I, I, mean, I, I don't know what you've been. I don't know what you've been drinking, but put it down. I am, I am drinking mud post face. <laughs> I am simply asking if, with this coach and this death, why isn't Tom, Tom, Tottenham considered a legitimate title? You shouldn't even yeah. ask them. You shouldn't even ask them questions. Them say no questions. Fair but enough. I digress. I digress. All right, Manchester United, keep patting yourself on your back. Let's get to Manchester United and what transpired today. Uh, Junior, what happened to the Bridget? I mean, we're going to oh. let you have the floor before Camo and jump, jump in. And, and, and... You, you have to tell you something. 
I had the perfect speech lined up for today, someone. I was expecting Manu for winner. I was going to come on and show how Ten Hag is such a great coach and a great, a great reader of, of body language and team chemistry. I was going to say, Steven Gerrard was so stupid for stripping the captaincy from him captain and bench him centre-back. How you for do that? You mash up your side. Look for Manu. Manu start the same side for last year and beat up. Wait, what, 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 hold on. Two love. Want to get a buck up goal? Two one, we lose. Manu is an idiot side. Besides, it's just an idiot side. I mean, with the, with the, with the eight, with the eight place team. <laughs> wait, you wait, but you're still drunk because you did that nine for nine time. So yeah, what go, did go, you go. see today? What did you see today that that gave them um that, that you get that they move from ninety eight? Something happened what, is, today. Is, is that what I see today? But I don't know the laugh. Man, you has put in a bid for Arnatovich. Mark a thirty-three-year-old man. Hold on, the order. The thirty-three-year-old man that and it was rejected. That one. We're trying. We're trying to get a striker. Okay, so you're putting a bid for Mark Arnatovich. So, so, so we we'll go now? from nine to eight. We'll go he? from nine to eight. Eh? Where Where is he? I have no. I don't even know. I'm, they must have found him. Hold a FIFA. second. Hold a second. Was it not rejected? Wasn't the bid rejected? Are we talking so. about the 33 year old striker? The bid MCA was. One. Junior, the, based on reports up to 10 minutes ago, the bid was rejected. Where you can squeeze up face my name. Never. You know, I never say. Never on. I never mean Whatever my brother name. Whatever I mean, I like. He is on Twitter. They, when he is the post game interview, a post game round table they were talking at. And he said, when. You when you when Manchester United call a team right now and asking about a player, they're being told no, thank you. How the mighty has fallen on oh, the drop goof meeting. Say, I put them back at nine. Here, what I'm today. Potter is a good coach. <laughs> I think he sat down and he watched film from last season. And I think him hit the jackpot when the lineup came out to the and him said, well, on it is reverse psychology. Ten other use for him. Why would you play the same squad from last year? That was garbage. So he might say to himself, so weird. Do I have to change up my tactic because this man is a madman? Maybe he's a is a mad genius. We don't even know. But today on the pitch, Manu looked like last season's Manu. Manu looked like a shell of what Manchester United should be. Manu look as if they brought in the same coach, have the same players, and expect the same results. Fred and his ridiculous hairstyle was just as ridiculous as his play. Seriously, I like Rashford, and I hope he does not come out and apologize today. Just shut up and go and practice. Rashford had so many opportunities to take the lead or even bring Manchester United level and he was just not up to snuff. I yeah. I think Marshall will be on a savior. Marshall will come for the pitch, come save you know. Even Ronaldo was in the stands. He was in on, on the bench. And he could not even imagine what he was seeing. Brighton, Old Trafford, first time ever. And it's not like Brighton had exceptional players. For me today, the entire 22 players, Sanchez had some good moments, but then him, him did the own call. 
But Danny Welbeck had an exceptional game today. Them try to kick him down, thump him down, fight him, drape him, whatever. And I and I think he really took it to Manchester United today. And it's disappointing. Yes, it's the first game, but you really don't want to start with the campaign looking like this. And now you had preseason to see what pieces that you want to fit. And now you're scrambling to find someone who can put the ball on the back of the net. You know, say you that side that. But well, um, guess what? Brighton's, Either side along with Chelsea. Let me just say that. Brighton's Twitter handle put out, quote, just like Brighton, your city is blue, end quote. Um, I just, I just say, I mean, like I said, there's nothing to overanalyze. It's, there's nothing to kind of dissect or word time kind of, you know. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, the man is not a miracle worker. It is what it is. I, I think for me, yeah, but, yeah, but, say, but but he put yeah. But it's not a miracle worker, Benton. But he puts the players out there. Yeah, no. I know to be honest, Brighton yeah, should no. have been three one up because that was a penalty on Danny in the box. I mean, like I don't know what universe that was not a penalty. Um, but it was a penalty. But anyways, it starts early. The fans are saying that Manchester United are getting calls. So let us see if it's going to help them from nine to eight or maybe eight to seven. Uh, when we say, man, you will get called, they don't, they don't care feelings. And tell them, I say, shut up. Everybody, um, everybody care feelings. It was, it was, uh, if you see, if, it's like today, everybody was voting against Manchester United. And I really, I don't know why. Exactly. I think, yeah, I, I don't understand um, why. And it's, it's just, it's just crazy. I don't know why you guys did not go out and get the players um, that you needed. No, you're not going to rely upon Martial. We're not going to rely upon McTominay, Fred, Bruno. I mean, like Bruno was, Bruno spent more time on the ground today than actually standing up. It, it, it's just, it, it's crazy. All right. We, we have Eat one season. For, yeah, go ahead, Junior. No, I'm just going to say it's the idiot side. <laughs> yeah, we have one season. We discuss the idiot side. Um, But before we move away from the EPL, Chelsea... Come on, let's get to another look. This is the most boring side that probably played this weekend. Um, but Chelsea has to figure out this this issue with 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 goal scoring, right? They, they, they have to figure this out. They just need to go out there and get a striker. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. You spend how much million? 60 million on this defender. We really, really, me, I want to do we really. I'm like, ooh, ooh. Him. I mean, like, is he world class world beater? It's like, what are we doing with money? 60 million. Anyways, whatever. We, we, we put a bandaid on our issue. We, we know we could have dig up some man and put one back for players defender, but we have a goal scoring problem. Havertz isn't cutting it as much as everybody reading over, over Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling, okay. But we need a proven number nine, an outright goal scorer. With, with Timo Werner leaving, with Lukaku gone, I see. I know when him, um, Osnadoy is saying that he needs to leave because he wants consistent minutes. Um, that's why he did not get a number. So we really, you know, who bring back Conor Gallagher? I mean, like, what are we doing? We have five clubs out there where we send all these players on loan. You are going to tell me, out of all of the players, them on loan. Only can't walk it back for one. At this point, now I'm them from just 
them could have bring in Michael Hector and save the 60 million and buy a striker. Um, no, so the, the, the thing that I, I have mixed emotion about Chelsea, you know, I, I, I respect some of the things that I'm going to try to figure out, but Jaja, I mean, yo, what a side boring. Jeez, I'm pissed. How can you win? How can you win without scoring? How can you win without scoring goals? And I get it. Your winger will score, your midfielder will score, the defender will put in a header. But you need, if you are going to show up, you know, Chelsea coming like Chelsea backline coming like a nice Toyota. No, a nice Audi. The Miggle is a nice like a Mercedes. And the front is a ladder. Well, ladder yeah, good the, the, middle not, the, the, the middle is not the Mercedes. It's a beat down Pinto. <laughs> and yeah. well, 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 let's, the, the, middle, the middle better than the, than the back. But the front is like we don't have the people up there to to do the job. If you don't score the goals, you will not win. I just unless we're going to play. We can't, we can't, it, it, it is just, as I said, I fell asleep and I did, it, it, the game yesterday versus Everton reminded me of a baseball game and a, and a, and a, which other game, golf. You fall asleep, you wake up and you miss nothing. That's what happened with test Chelsea. But, but you know what? You know, you know, I, and, and help, let me just give the two, help you say, go and go buy Arba or go and go buy Shamar Nichols. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Shamar Nicholson, look, why well, can't I, he get that? Yeah, hey. All right, look, look. You couldn't buy Ronaldo. You couldn't buy R9. You couldn't buy Young Zlatan. You couldn't buy Shevchenko. You couldn't buy anybody. with Vasco Van, Van Baskin. Even Van Baskin. <laughs> Samuel Eto. What, what, anybody you want call. Let me so tell you. Yeah, you couldn't buy drug. We couldn't bring in drug bar. Actually. Tuchel, in my opinion, is rebuilding Chelsea in the image of Mourinho's drag ball Lampard team. But what the issue is right now is Chelsea and their fans are looking in the same league and looking at Liverpool how them play, looking at looking at Man City how them play. And guess what? My three points don't work the same three points as for them one because for them football better. Well, guess mm -hmm. what? Come on, and Chelsea fans. When you can point to a shiny Champions League trophy that Pep would give his right hand for right now just to play with some identity with Chelsea have. So what I think two Chelsea problem now is, is I have to balance sensible football with, with my roster while trying to appease the fans now who are trying to say we should be playing like City and Liverpool. Is that embarrassment? Oh, no. that, oh. Trust me. Can't be telling the oh, fact. Oh, you're, 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 you're a historian. So you, it's, it's history. You, I mean, like, you, 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 you know, this history thing. Hear what me I tell you, sir. Yes, we win the Champions League. It, the, the, the trophy is nice and whatever. Nobody, no. And yes, we're jealous. We're, we're jealous. We want to see attacking football. Raheem Sterling is not a part of the bus player. Why you bring Raheem? Raheem is not a part of the bus kind of player. Why did you bring Raheem? To come? Yeah, so, Listen, I thought our best moments were when Pulisic and Raheem did the on the pitch. I think so. So what our coach needs to do, go around the back, go watch film, and put the best 11 part. I just don't think out of all the players Chelsea have across the board, where them, where them borrow, beg, loan out, 
I just can't understand how you cannot find a player that can play in this style and score goals. Yes, well, the team of Werner experiment now where but we need to score goals. If you don't score goals, they're not going to win. Junior, Junior, part the bus football works sometimes. You can't have players who are attacking you. Let, let me know that the goal was coming today versus um Brighton. Mine was an own goal. Because if you constantly attack a team's goal, one of us speaking, the, the, right. the, what you're supposed to do is you have to score goals. Juna, I'm not asking for five or six goals per, per game. Me not ask for a trick from a number nine every game. But as much as we want to say the defense have to be good, the midfield have to be good, goals win games. And if we even get one good number nine, I don't care. Him can play part the boss football all in one, but I want the opportunity or the chance for my team to score a goal. Do you know the excitement I feel when I go score? Triple Pandang, where the dog wants to do a big two um, pad cover. My neighbor asked me if I'm all right. Set off all the smoke detector because I am so low. But even yesterday when Georgina scored a penalty, never up, him, never skip. It was, it was like, come on, what is this? I want to go some open play. But at the same time, Junior, okay. I do want to win trophies and I do want to win titles. But I cannot sit and watch. And you to Junior cannot sit and watch boring football. It's All just right. not appeasing. Yeah, man. It's one week. We don't have time for them idiots out there. Looking ahead. <laughs> and we want to get to La Liga and um, Scudetto in a second. Looking ahead, Chelsea versus Spurs next Sunday. Big game, 11.30 a.m. Um, I mean, Chelsea... They're not kill me. Because as Junior no, said, they're not kill me. They're not going to kill me because they're fit. So what's, what's your official prediction? And what, what three are you saying? 3-1 Tottenham. Yeah. Tottenham are going to score and score off now. We are going to be able to put the ball back on it because we only oh. have... <clears throat> So, Junior, I mean, Richardson will be available for next for the game. Oh, no. a red card, he might get red card because Richardson, our keep on kick down Raheem. Bisuma is the new transfer, they'll all this, be available. This Youth, game, yeah, hinges on Bisuma and Mikiasa Bisuma and a dominate content. I remember telling you something right now if they get Wesley for father like they want to. And Chelsea's back three is for Fana, Koulibaly, and Thiago Silva playing sweeper behind them. Harry Kane and Son, who could have fit and run till the war run no more. Whoop! Two cut. And I'm telling you something right now. Reese James is going to have the game of his life next week. I will, I will write it down on paper right now. Reese James. And, and Raheem Sterling is going to run rings around Tottenham next week. And I'm telling you this, the 4-1 against Southampton was smoke and mirrors. The team that I see, me see Kante a play ball in them. Kante a play ball in them. And if, if Tottenham are going to make Kante win the ball from Bisuma and Kante look up and say, Dyer, and say, Reese James, Ansi Sterling running at Dyer with a 30 something gear work French keeper another goal. 
God go with Tottenham next week. 4-1 Chelsea. Remember All me right, fair enough, fair enough. We'll, we'll see who drinking mud piss next week. Benton, <laughs> um, what, what, what is your prediction? I mean, I cannot, in my right mind, saw what, what I witnessed yesterday and picked Chelsea. Spurs to win this game 2-1. There's nothing that Spurs is more further along in this project in terms of gelling, working together as a unit. Spurs went out and executed their transfers. They knew the players they wanted. They got them in and top and, and Kante put them through the summer, rig, um, summer rigorous workout that he did. Chelsea still a bill. Chelsea still, still just signed no fear, brother Cucurella. Um, they're still bidding for players, Wesley Fafana, allegedly. So they're still bidding for players, whereas Tottenham, Tottenham is virtually complete. Word is that they signed a new left-back um, yesterday, uh, but they're, they're virtually, virtually complete. Or they complete and they must sign players. No, I said they're virtually complete. Virtually complete. So uh, Tottenham win this game 2-1. Early statement game for Spurs. I mean, and again, I said... With this level of talent and this coach, why isn't Spurs a legitimate Kyle contender? If I come back, if them lose next week and them come back, then you can call me all whatsoever and say whatever you want to say. No, you just have to if, if, if them beat be Chelsea next week, we might have to reevaluate how I speak about Spurs. But yeah. I do see my, my team not, not where we're supposed to be at the beginning of the season. And that, that's worrisome. All right, all right. Um, there's so uh, many uh, things uh, that uh, we could touch uh, on. Uh, go, sorry, go ahead, Julia. Help uh, me, says, so the, the other take a money one serious. See, evidently. Um, there's so many things we could go on. We're going to pivot to La Liga and Scudetto in a second. Um, but the Holland show running into town, ran into town. Um, what else, just quickly, what else you, you took away from this weekend's EPL? Come on, Junior, what else? Quickly, what think, you took I away from City, I think City is incomplete. City is an incomplete team. And that yeah, they team, yeah, they need, they, they, something is off. Haaland, Haaland just show how great of a striker he really is to get two goals, even though one is, him win the penalty, so him get two goals with incomplete service. Imagine what City going to be like when they are used to passing to a striker that runs the way he does. I just think they're not used to playing with a striker of that caliber. None of those players are. And they're just slowly working them way in. Imagine what it looks like. And I said I have to give my props to Arsenal um, because even with all the drama around party and the team, they still went out there and, and, and did what they were supposed to do. And yes, Crystal, it's Crystal Palace. But Crystal Palace have good pieces. They're not really a bad team because Zai is a very good player. So Arsenal went out there and executed well, even with the signs flying and the fans were booing and whatever party every touch. So um, props still to Arsenal. All right, pivoting to... Um... All right, go ahead, Junior. Any comments you want to highlight? No, no, no. Arsenal need to learn to finish a game, though. They, that, that Crystal Palace could have easily drawn that game yesterday. So that's a red flag for me. All right, so... Pivoting to La Liga as we get ready for La Liga kicking off this Friday. The champions, we only have about nine minutes left in the show. The champions, Real Madrid, have some questions lingering over them. 
Eden Hazard is the man that Carlo Angelotti said is going to be leading the line as a backup <laughs> to Benzema. Um, you guys think that's a wise decision? How can you see, you know, uh, Hazard or Rodrigo stepping in for Benzema during his World Cup year, etc.? Hazard quality is there. It's just that he doesn't even tap back in night, lose the weight, keep the weight off. And I think he will actually help Real Madrid. Julian, please talk some sense because we watch Hazard in a, in a, in a, in a, um, in a preseason and he still looks. Can he play as a center forward position? I don't think so, but I think Carlo is, is banking on the player's pride. I wanted to play in his last World Cup. So he's he, he banking on that and he's banking on, on getting some purple patch, but I, I, I don't think so. See, all right. Kamavinga, big year for him. Your thoughts on the outlook for, the, for this year for him? Thought he looked good in the preseason. Yeah, man, a female, a female this year. Okay. This year is the year when Kamavinga. This year is the year when the hype that was around Pogba for about five years. This is when it transfers to Kamavinga. All right, all right. The most opinion. controversial team, the most one of the most hated team in all of world football right now, <laughs> is this local idiot party shop football club Barcelona. La Liga rules. Um, according to Tom Sanderson of Forbes, La Liga refuses to register uh, the new signings, the new transfers for football club Barcelona, publishing Forbes magazine, Rafi, Rafinha, Lewandowski, Christiansen, I mean, Andres Christiansen, Kessie, I mean, so many players. Football club Barcelona, give me your thoughts on this. I mean, we, we know at length what going on with this idiot club, but Come on, it's your club. What do you expect from them? Do you ultimately expect these players to get registered? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, they're going to do whatever it takes to register their players. They play today in a friendly. Um, the last time I checked, it was 6-0. Everybody was running um, riot. Listen, the players who can't register. Because it's a friendly. And I, and I think they're going to reduce... I think they're going, to, they're, going to, they're going to put pressure on the players. And I think they're going to reduce... Um, the the salary, the, the the you know the payroll, and they're going to just sell off too much something. Yesterday I saw where they were inviting people to come get married on the pitch, you know. So they'll find the money, um, and they'll register the players, you know, and we'll we'll go on with our business as if Barcelona is on the up and up. Um, Laporta said they will look to get a fourth um, infusion of cash. They're looking to sell another. Uh, piece of the movie studio that they have. They've already sold, I think, up to 25% of their TV rights for 25 years. <clears throat> Junior, your thoughts on La Liga and Football Club Barcelona? Because you know, your you Manchester know. United club is intimately connected to Barcelona and the saga over Frankie Dion. Yeah, we, we, we still get Frankie. But, but no, that's a fact. But it, I think going back to the, um, even though it was a Laporte, going back to the Super League fiasco, Barcelona had an air of um, invincibility around them, like like cockiness around them, where them think, where they think they can dictate to the league what they are going to do. And I think they still have that air about them right now. That we don't really business what you want to say. We are get you need me more than me need you. I think that's the vibe that Barcelona is giving right now. And I I'm, I'm worried about the precedent that's being set, but we'll see. Yeah, we, we will see. Um, 
Atletico Madrid is another team that how big of a year does Joe Felix and Griezmann have to have for Atletico to legitimately compete between, you know, push Real Madrid and potentially Barcelona, providing that they can register those players. Why is Griezmann in the picture? Well, I, I mean, the, the, you know he's, what? He's, he's, one of the, he's a fan favorite. Atletico Madrid fans love him. I mean, he... We know, you know. We, we know that that's a problem, though. To me, that's a problem. For Atletico Madrid, the two players that you're, 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 you're dependent on. First question, why is Griezmann in the picture? And the second question is, when are we going to remove the young player tag from Jao Felix? I mean, you must mature to be in a world baller now, right? I mean, how many years? How much time do you need to go from a young baller to being a prime footballer for say you're gonna take down the mighty Real Madrid? You, people still look at him like he's a young baller developing. So sorry, go on, come on. All right. No, I have nothing to say. Barcelona just needs to come correct. Now time. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Prediction time for this season of La Liga. I mean, we just go ahead. Who, who you got winning? I mean, does Real Madrid Real defend Madrid. this title? Real Madrid, they, I mean, like, they're pretty much a complete team. They pretty much have them squad together, them gel. No turmoil, no excitement, no drama. They've been playing well during preseason. So I think they, are, they have the players. Um, to really win another title. So I'm thinking that they will definitely win it. Barcelona may come in third. Second, if they do the same little run like last season. But I think Real Madrid um, is a team to beat. Yeah, Junior, go ahead. Real Madrid, Barca, Atletico Madrid. In that order. Okay. I actually think uh, Barcelona going to win. Um, and the reason being, uh, we'll get to some of the comments. They will register the players. And whatever cook, whatever cooking of the books they will do, they will get these players registered. Allegedly. Allegedly cooking of the book. They will register these players and they instantly become a team to be reckoned with. And with the fact that um, Eden Hazard and Rodrigo is going to have to deputize for Benz when he decides to take a break. Of course, a World Cup year. Um, I, I think... Real, Real Madrid will have some face some deficiencies right there in front of goal. Um, oh, so, so sorry, they're not they're not gonna win five love them. I win three one. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know, I think they will face some deficiencies. So I I think um, Barcelona is gonna win, but that's the only trophy they're gonna win. It's kind of desperate for them. Um, well, family, I say any comments you want to highlight? Eraldo said, put some respect. From Bath because this year we're gonna take over the league and come on, take a screenshot. Everybody take a screenshot of this. Herald said, Come on, Bartha lose the league in beat him in beat himself. <laughs> take a screenshot. No more, we will beat you. Take a screenshot. And another <laughs> league kicking off this week is the Scudetto, the big man himself, Mr. Aramalu Lukaku. You know, leading the line for Inter Milan, Simon Inzaghi. What I've read, I sell out. I sell out fast. <laughs> Look at my smile. <laughs> Romelu Lukaku leads the line. Um, of course, you know, Inter Milan is working to um, ask Alexis Sanchez's contract if it's officially completed. Uh, 
Inter Milan, Scudetto, your thoughts on the Scudetto. Of course, Roma has made some big moves, but your thoughts on what to look forward to this coming um, season, Scudetto, and your official predictions. Lukaku, 30 goals. <laughs> Why, bad mind, bad mind, gang. Yo, bad mind is a thing, you know. But, I mean, he worked... Uh, Lukaku works well with uh, Mat Mart Lutaro Martinez. And so, in back home, right? In back in, in, in familiar stamping ground, you know? So... He's uh, back in familiar stamping ground until... Somebody says something him don't like. <laughs> for, for AC Milan, Theo Hernandez and Rafael Leao are two key play pieces for them. Last year, they've signed um, Charles Declerc. Uh, um, Charles, can AC Milan repeat this thing? No. No. This no. is Roma's year to me. So this is Roma. So you go with Jose Marini and Roma to win it. The, yeah. The, what, me third too. year? Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I, me too. I think this is the year. And, 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 and of course, Roma picked up Paula Dybala and Jeannie Wijnaldum. It's a big, big thing to see Jeannie Wijnaldum potentially, you know, having some secure potential minutes coming down. Yep. You see, and I'm even baptized him. So he's ready. Baptized. <laughs> <laughs> but big up to the Roma fans. What, 10,000 Roma fans turn out while in the middle of the week for a welcome? Yo, it's a Roma's turn. The baller, is a, the baller is a baller. I mean, like, I see it. If, if Josie can, can get him focused, I think he can get the best out of him. And with Tammy, I, I, I think Roma, prime pole position. Um, What about Juventus and Allegri? Paul Pogba has suffered a knee injury, and he's taken alternative treatment to secure, to, to, to be ready for the World Cup. Uh, it's a big year for Juventus and Allegri, right? Uh, I'm double-checking something because I'm almost sure today in a club-friendly, um, Juventus was losing. All right, Juventus, come on and verify something. Your thoughts on Juventus and Allegri. Atletico Madrid gave Juventus four today in a club-friendly. Morata <laughs> with a hat-trick. Come on now. Well, <laughs> So Morata, a preseason ball of them there. I'm surprised outside he was outside. No, but, but, that but don't matter. Not... But to get but to get four, four defense, a big bad defense get four. It's it's mm, no. And and Juventus is just too old. They just it's just too old of a football team. And EHR catch up to them again this year. Need to fresh now. Pogba was given, I'm mean, not bad minding Pogba, his unfortunate um, ligament injury, but he was given a number 10 shirt to come back and to save the side. So it is, and now he's done with an injury. What do you think? The Angel Di Maria going to come out there and play ball? Seriously? Come on, man. All right, all right. Scudetto kicks off this weekend also. Um, so, you, so you guys got both are picking Roma to win this league. Yeah. I am. Well, I'm going with Inter Milan, box cover. I'm going with Lukaku. I just want to see Chelsea fans face if Inter Milan can win this thing. <laughs> um, Ju Junior, any comments you want to highlight before we go to yard ballers quickly? No, yeah, man, we don't, don't, we don't, we just line up. We'll line up around later because as soon as it, as it is mathematically impossible for Barca to win the league, <laughs> our, our requests are beaten. 
<laughs> that ears as he wants. But you know, we have to expect from an Arsenal fan. But anyways, so before we run away, Benton, you finish talking about whatever. Two quick points I want to point. All right, let's go. But yeah. Next, all right, there you go. All right, so next week we're going to really bring up with, with, with yard ballers because the season starts for everybody. But the reggae girls are the biggest movers in FIFA rankings. They're now ranked 42 in the world, the highest they've ever been. Um, JFF and Adidas football have joined forces. They will be the kit providers for all of the national teams beginning January 2023. And it didn't say how many years, but it did include 2026 World Cup too. So um you know it's looking like a multi-year thing and we hope that we can get jersey for buy we don't have to be a member of an elite club to get two jersey and also as usual the jfm gives the coaches what basket to carry water coach um tashana vincent was really given a hard job to do the u15 regular girls in the recently concluded u15 championship in tampa florida Lost all four of their games, 5-0 to Canada, 11-0 to USA, 4-2 to Puerto Rico, and 2-0 to Costa Rica. Um, the US, they were eventually crowned champions. But we have to do better when it comes to preparing our, our, our players. So that's all I have um, with local news. Yardballers, the U15 ladies got beat up, beat and teeth. Sometimes we have to just take a beating and go on with yard. I just say go. Um, I want to put in that. Yeah, um, yeah. Come on, go ahead. Final, final statement for us on the ball game time, you know. <laughs> as uh, as we say, it is it is good to have um the the, the in football back. Not only English Premier League, Bundesliga is also going on. So it is great to have football back. Something that we can talk about. You know, like having the podcast so we can talk and tease Junior. When him side now the good, uh, and then tease um, Raldo when Arsenal get beat up and talk about Dutty Chelsea. So it's I'm glad that football is back, and I think it's going to be a really good couple of months leading up to the World Cup. Even after leading up to the World Cup, yes. Um, Fabrizio Romano is reporting that Alexis Sanchez to Marseille um, is eminent. Uh, as you know. Junior, any final statement you want to say, family? Any final thing you want to say? I, I echo exactly what Kamon said and look forward to another great year of, of, of talking football with the family and growth and love and, and, and we just enjoy, enjoy the ball game. All right. Football family, appreciate the family for joining us as usual. Big up to the crew. Big up to the ones who listen. Welcome. You know, if you're new, consider subscribe to the channel. This is what we do every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Next Sunday, we have Chelsea versus Spurs. Big, big early season uh, matchup in the EPL. So look forward to analysis and dissect of that game, following that game. Um, 5 p.m. Eastern next Sunday. Check us out. We're on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. We're also on Facebook. We're on um Facebook at, uh, at Ball Chat. We're on Twitter at Ball Chat 1. We're on Instagram at Ball Chat Podcast. Uh, you can always get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. We're also on Streams FM in the UK. Big up to the Streams FM family. Yo, Chelsea look like bug and Manchester United is a bug. Now, Patty Shop Barcelona is forward in next week. So we love it. Look for more family. <laughs>
Uh, All right, bye.